0: Hey there guys, me Brad here, host of Conversations with Cancer, just a part two I guess of uh, my journey with cancer. I just wanted to talk about my scare that I had in 2020, that was a doozy, that was a, a fun few months there, so um started just a regular checkup like i would normally have once a year i think back then maybe it was twice a year uh, Twenty twenty, two or three years into it maybe i'd have them every six months well i went for a um a cat scan and just go there spend the day just say so takes a while scans over your whole body and that um thought everything was you normal uh I got a phone call like the next day and it, yeah, I had to go into the hospital. <laughs> it's never a, it's never good when it's like that, I'll tell you that much. Uh, what had happened, yeah, obviously they had found some, uh, some colouring on the CAT scan comes up, like a certain colour and so go, they wanted to have a further look inside I think so laying in a bed, um, Fremantle Hospital. Uh, and then the lady, Professor Wallace, her name is, the one she did all the surgery and everything on me. Fantastic woman. Uh, knows the, the very intimate details of my insides. Been inside of me in more ways than one. <laughs> Can't really... Uh, you can't really get any more intimate than that. Uh, yeah, well, she comes out, and she's... I've never seen the sweetest lady going. Um, comes out swearing and stuff because of, of what they picked up. So on the CAT scan, uh, it shows up. So cancer, when it gets into places, shows up a certain colour. And so it, it, throughout my pelvis bone was... Um, Lots of this colouring and so they thought I had cancer in my bones so as as most people would know that is like uh, yeah that's a big deal Probably we'd never been more scared in my life um so she said like yeah, if it is that then I get sent to I not remember where but Sydney or something like that and they'd have to try and cut it out of my bones if they could. If they couldn't, then it was just going to hope and pray that nothing, yeah, that was it. That would have been the old rap sheet on braddles. Uh, that was wild. That was a wild time. Uh, so went in there, went in had the scan, like went into the hospital, they had to check out, and then they had a meeting with me the, the Monday or something, and someone... So when you have like cancer and stuff, you have, it's like a team, like oncology, the surgeons, everything. Then they have a little, like a Monday meeting where obviously they go through all the patients and um, yeah, and then the, obviously they came up to, it was my turn and they were going over mine and um, yeah, like someone, someone had said maybe there was, was a hole in his bowel. And then that's when well, everything started to flow. Flowed it like and then they were like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they went in there and had a look and where they had rejoined when they my bowel, so my lower resection, uh the scar tissue flared up and it pulled apart my uh the stitch oh, or the where it pulled apart a little bit of where it was rejoined. And like uh, fecal matter was burning holes into my pelvis bone. Uh, And that shows up the same color as cancer. So it's much to my relief, (laughs) you know, I wasn't on death row. Um, Yeah, like, yeah, it was just that and I got put onto this, yeah, medication. It had to be, like, very strong medication because it had to actually protrude through your stomach and actually into where, like, all of it was. Uh, it, used to, it knocked me about. Like, I'd have it in the morning, feel like shit for a while, get up, go to the gym, just do my day-to-day stuff, come home and have it at night, and, um, yeah... It would knock me in my hole, and then I'd be out sleeping, and then do all the same thing again tomorrow. But yeah, everything. So I really dodged the bullet there. Uh, yeah, it was just a crazy, crazy. It was like three months. I think I was I was on some medication for a while. Three three months or so. Um, like I could still live my life. I just couldn't do it in the mornings or nights really so yeah that was that was the first and only scare that I've had, thank goodness um down to just like one check a year, which is good, and yeah like it just it just felt like I could never catch a break, but you know I'm healthy now, and that's the main thing so that leads me to like the uh, the next thing i wanted to talk about and that was it's a it's a big issue here i think it's probably be a big issue all over the world and um it's like men fellas my brothers listen go don't put it off go and get yourself checked you know don't leave it you know five you know don't leave it until it gets too bad And then, you know, find out you've, you're screwed when you could have just gone when you started to feel bad, feel sick or whatever and got yourself sorted out. It's not, it ain't weak to go to the, the doctors. It ain't weak to go to get yourself checked out, you know, it's like, especially if you've got, like me, I'm a father. And uh, thanks to, like, everybody that supported me through my cancer battle uh, and even that last battle, like, my, uh, my partner at the time, my parents, you know, I get to see the world again. And I get to see my kids every day, get to talk to them whenever I want. And to me, like, there's no bigger reward than that. So, look, to be honest, like, I was one of them. Like, when I was married, I never put anything... I never went to the doctors. If, it, if I did, it was just to get a sick note for work, just so I could be covered. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, if I was married, I'd probably be dead by now because I just... I feel like when you're married and stuff, you sort of take your... You take a backward seat, you know, you work, you provide... You look after your family, you look after your kids, so and you t- your health and everything else takes a back seat. But you know, wouldn't you rather? Well, wouldn't you rather see your kids and your kids see you? Trust me, from experience, I don't really want to get into it, but I know I've seen firsthand a couple of kids that don't get to see their father anymore. And it's the most heartbreaking thing that I've ever seen in my life. And, yeah. I'm not saying don't be married or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, make some time for yourself to get help. You you know, go to the doctors. You feel sick, go to the doctors. Nothing wrong with that. You know, to me, it's like why I'm doing this podcast, and why I'm doing other podcasts and stuff. Like, I want to make my life better. And in turn, that turns everyone else that's directly involved with me, wouldn't that make their life better? So if I can be the best person that I can be, would uh, would greatly affect everyone's life around me and then, you know, in turn make their life better. That's all I want to do. And if... Somebody here listening to this goes and gets checked, and we ca- we catch it early. Then my job is done, and that's that's what like you know that's what raising awareness is. Uh, it's what going to the doctors. These fellas don't don't put it off. You think that something's wrong with you, just go man. Like I put up a thing on Instagram the other day, and like bowel cancer is like the third killer. In the in the list of cancers, and then like one hundred and fifty men under the age of fifty die from bowel cancer. It ain't a joke. It's like nothing to be scoffed at. It's nothing. Just go, go get yourself sorted. I look, I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. Like the pain, the treatments, everything like that. It was it was hard. It was the hardest thing. That I've, that I've personally done. Now, like things in my life have been hard. Like I've got a, I've actually got a sick daughter as well. She has cystic fibrosis. Now, and now she's a trooper, fellas. I tell you, and ladies, whoever's listening, she's a trooper, and she's, I like, think back, and I'm like, you know, she just does what she needs to do. And when I look back at me going through my cancer battle, I was just like, "Yeah, you just got to keep doing what you got to do, and you just got to keep fighting," like what my daughter does. Like she had a liver transplant last year in Sydney, and to think that maybe I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have never seen that, would have never ever known. If I had not gone and got myself checked out, I'm losing my way a little bit. I'm getting a bit flustered. But, you know, I'll get back on track and say, listen, fellas. Especially, like, um, I was talking to somebody at the the Cancer Council uh, here in WA this week. And this time leading up to Christmas is... uh, is a big killer. Look, they've actually got, like, stats and facts and stuff um, about it. And, like, this five or so weeks leading up to Christmas, everyone's putting everything behind, you know, until after Christmas. But, you know, any sort of symptoms, fellas, like, I tell you, look, looking back in hindsight, I can tell you, like, what was wrong with me now that I can look back and think. So, like, I was tired all the time, even though I would gymmed I rode my bike. I was like peak fitness, playing footy. Uh, I had lost like 30-odd kilos, but I was doing that on purpose. But weight loss is a big one, a big a big uh, notification. Blood in the stool, anything changes like that. You know, you see some blood in the toilet, make a doctor's appointment. Um, but like, yeah, so I remember just training i was riding my bike from like 20 to 30 k's each way to work every day and then like i was so fit and then like throughout the course of the year of football even though i was like one of the fittest it was i was lacking lacking behind in in sprints and in running just stuff like that like it's just yeah you think you're you're lethargic all the time anything just go and get yourself checked and that's the, yeah, <clears throat> that's it. Like you just, you just have to go and do it, fellas. Just make an appointment, go and do it. I know life is hard. Life is pretty hard most times. Even like if you just have a normal life, it's pretty hard in your day-to-day. Work nine to five, that the five to three, and the more like, do you know what I mean? Like it's bad enough as it is. But nothing is worse than not being able to see your kids grow up walk your daughter down the aisle if you've got one, see your son married the woman of his dreams, like, just stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? To me, it's all worth that. And if I can, if I can help you guys do that, then, you know, fucking, that's all I wanted to do. Um, So, it's only a quick one. Just wanted to get that out there. I've got some things happening, especially with this one. Uh, yeah, as I said... I spoke to the, Council, uh, the Cancer Council here in WA, hoping to do some work with them. Uh, I'm not going to put everything in, like, it might come through, it might not come through, but I've had a couple of good phone calls with them. So, you know, fingers crossed I can do some work for them. I'm looking for people to come on. So if you listen to this and, you, you know, you want to head over to my Instagram the cancer conversations with cancer, uh, you can come on. We can have a chat about it. You don't have to, you know. I can just chat to you off air. If you have any questions, you're just being diagnosed. Anything like that, I am here and I, I will talk to you. Uh, so yeah, go to my Instagram, give me a like. You know, uh, I started a YouTube channel. I'll slowly put some videos and stuff on there. Um, Spotify, all the usual. Pipes, uh, I've got other podcasts with my brother, the Gas Bros podcast, I'm trying to make a little like network studio where we're doing multiple things, because yeah, this is a, a passion of mine, I, love, I like. I want to do this full time for a job, you know, to help people just do something. Um, it reminds me of this song, absolutely love it, and it was just like, um, I want to leave something behind. It gets me like a crying every time I hear it. It's absolutely amazing, and that's what I want to do. I want to leave something behind. I want something like I want to be remembered, like oh, not remembered, but like you know, make like make my kids proud. You know, like dad, dad helped people and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so hopefully I'll have a first proper episode out soon for this. Uh, I've got a couple of people lined up would like some more like to do a weekly show but we'll see i've got to see but um yeah thanks for listening uh, this will be out on a friday if you listen to it on friday have a good weekend if not i hope your day is doing great and i'll uh catch you on the next one